nerds. This is the Pretty Nerds Podcast. Let's get into it. Now point your fingers up to the sky and pop through your nose way up high. Spin and dip and jump and gurport and finish it off with a laugh and snort. <laughs> Hi guys, welcome back to the Pretty Nerds Podcast. This is your girl, Fallon Ann. And this is your girl, May. How's everything been going? Um, oh, look, Lord, listen, listen to my voice. <laughs> I sound horrible. Um, anywho, had to take a drink right there. Goodness. So for me, it's just been, transition. I think that's my word for this month. Transition, trying to figure some things in terms of like, I know I said I was going to go back to school. And then I started questioning myself again, like, do I really want, like, I want my MBA, but at the same time, it's like, is it just because I want it? Do I really think it's going to accomplish more? Like, get, you know what I mean? Or should I just go for a professional designation? Like, do I want to spend the money on it? After doing, you know what I mean? After going through all those, like, listening to all those school people, speaking to school people again and seeing how much it actually costs, I'm like, ah, I don't know. I don't know. But a part of me just really wants to accomplish it and be like, I have my MBA. But at the same time, it's like, I don't know. Yeah. What about on your end? Um, Everything's been okay. Just, oh, August was rough. So I'm praying for a better September. <laughs> um, Definitely in the going back to school phase, I was like, okay, I'm going to try fall. And I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to try school. <laughs> so... We going I got my fingers crossed. Hopefully, I can get all my paperwork and stuff in. I just been bullshitting. Um, right. So yes. Yeah. See, that's another thing is that I really don't want to take this damn GMAT, but at the same time, it's like. But I wonder if I go back to because I know they say you shouldn't go back to the school you graduated from, but like, I wonder if I go back to the University of Memphis, do I have to take the GMAT? Oh. Oh, since I already graduated from there, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, that's something to look into because you know what? I will go back. Because <laughs> if I can skip that, like, I don't know, I just don't feel like taking sitting through and that test costs so fucking much money. You're like, man, I don't understand why they charge you for having to take this test and you got to pay then to go to school plus books. Like, ugh. And then just the studying for it is torturing you. Like, okay, I can buy the study guide, but it's like it's that one study guide is enough. It's just, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and it's just like, obviously, I've been working for a gajillion years now. Yeah. I'm capable of, <laughs> of doing work in school. Like, and plus, I graduated from college the first time. I'm, <laughs> and I did, look, and I did that when I was young and partying. Like, I. <laughs> I think I can accomplish it. I get it done. Exactly. I think I can accomplish it. But nonetheless, I guess you can't fault schools for making their money how they make their money. I don't know. All right. So I guess we can go ahead and jump into the hot topics for this week. Um, It's been a little bit since we've been on. So some of these topics may be a little old. I think we tried to keep them as current as possible, though. Uh, Most of the topics I think we got are from this week, hopefully. If anything is a little bit old, then, oh, well, you'll just hear it again. (laughs) But nonetheless, I say we start on a happy moment. Um, Happy birthday to Zendaya. Today is her 25th birthday. Gorgeous, gorgeous girl. I think she's such a good role model to, you know, the young kids out there. She's just, you know, working her butt off constantly working she tries to stay positive you know she doesn't she she's conscious about um you know uh, talking about the colorism and the fact that she feels you know okay yes I may benefit from it but she doesn't uh she'll insist on working with roles like I, I believe on her first show that she had on Nickelodeon they wanted her to have a biracial family and she insisted that she that they not only had a black family, a full black family, but a dark skinned black family. Um, so I mean, I, I applaud her in, in so many ways. I know a lot of people rag on her, um, especially they'd be like, she's not a great actress, but she's always booking roles and blah, 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 blah. But I just think she's a positive girl. 
She keeps her head down. She works her butt off. So happy birthday to her. And I don't think she's a bad actor. I think it's a, I mean, everybody, I, I feel for Disney actors, there's a transition because you're going from catering to children to like adults. Now I'm in like, you know, films and all of this stuff. So, I mean, I like her and I love like Law Roach is her stylist and he dresses her like perfectly even for like her body her being slim like perfectly yeah she always looks age appropriate yeah gorgeous like when she did the uh, did you see her for the premiere um of space jam and she had like it was coordinated kind of with the outfit that her character wore in space jam but it was still mature like it was so cute and i was like he does an amazing you are correct he does an amazing job on her when it comes to styling like they never miss in my point in my opinion i think i've seen i don't think i've can remember an outfit where i was like nah I'm, I'm with you. Like, I always feel like he gets it right. And like I said, he fits her body. Um, I think because it can be a lot wrong, even though she's slim. You're like, oh, she can wear anything. I still feel like he he knows, like, okay, this is just going to work. Right. Know, we might have to get tailored, but he knows, like, okay, let's get it done. But I love all that he does, so. <laughs> she definitely, and not only that, she, she to me has, like, a very traditional... Like when we think of like supermodels from back in the day, she's like she's that tall, slim body type. So I feel like she, a lot of designers probably adore her anyway. So it's probably easier to find clothes for her. And then, so he probably gets like batches of clothes and then he just puts it together so effortlessly and beautifully. Like I just, I'm with you. She kills it in the style game. Let's see what else. Happy, happy, happy news. Uh, CLB, this happened for me. CLB is finally dropping September 3rd. So on Friday, Drake is finally do- dropping CLB. I'm preparing myself because it seems like it's going to have some uh, some toxicity on there. <laughs> um, seems like it's going to be a little toxic. Uh, you know how these men's be. They be in their feelings, so... I mean, the album cover alone lets you know that it's going to be toxic. Yeah. Like, did you see, like, they just, I just saw it where they were saying, like, Pusha T, um, like the tweet saying that the album cover was basic. And I'm like, but your boy Kanye's album cover was a fucking black screen. Right. I was like, I mean, are you? And that's what basically like so did Kanye just not drop an album just black? I'm just like Pusha T's obsession with Drake is ridiculous. Like he needs to move on already. Drake clearly didn't move on. He ain't focused on Pusha T. Pusha needs to move on. Like his obsession with Drake is ridiculous. And it really is like the whole plan, like even Kanye, I'm like, bro, chill. Yeah. Like, I, did you see the little stunt where Kanye leaked? Well, he didn't leak Drake's address, but he posted Drake's address on um, his Instagram. And I'm just like, people was like, um, well, it's not a big deal to Drake because Drake's address is public. But I'm like, at the same time, in my opinion, it is a big deal because, yeah, Drake's address is public, but it's almost like you posting it up there is like, what if you get some crazy, crazy fan who's like a super crazy Kanye fan? They take that as a call to action. Let me run up on Drake's house. You know what I mean? Like, it don't matter if his address is public or not. You don't and know what like, triggers crazy people. As well, like, what, why are you releasing his address? And then when Rick Ross spoke out, I was like, not even in defense of either one of them. You released his address. It's like, bro, bro, the fuck up. Yeah exactly so we shall see um i'm i'm anticipating drake's album way more you know i don't fuck with kanye so i didn't even listen to the record i wasn't giving it a shot i mean to all the people who do that's y'all business but kanye just not in my book of like nah he ain't for me listen i not even warner like <laughs> even just looking at the um, little like what is it a well album listening parties or whatever i'm like this is just some stupid ass bullshit like 
And um, and the things that people call genius is beyond the fuck out of me. Oh, I was like, man, y'all really don't know what genius like what genius is. That's all I'm gonna say. The shit y'all call genius is beyond me. Kanye ain't it. He ain't it. Gonna be my rent for the week. Be like. Y'all overuse the word genius. Where are y'all getting genius from? I'm like, I don't get it. I'm like, there are different, there are producers that are genius that make good music. He's just not one of them. I'm like, I feel like after flashing lights, it was kind of eh, eh, whatever. I don't remember like being hype about another Kanye song. I'm like, I don't get it. And like, even listening to like, I did. did you know, read the critiques of his album. I'm like, I will do that. I'm like, everybody, for the most part, that I trust their musical judgment, even though we might not listen to the same things, like, yeah, this, he could have kept. Yeah, they say it's mid. They say he got maybe, at most, the most I've been seeing from a lot of people is at most, maybe five joints on there out of 20, 27. 27. So yeah. that's, that's, that's below mid, in my opinion, but a lot of right. them are saying it's mid, like, eh. you're like, bro, five out of 20, and that's probably them being generous. And I mean, even the way that he did, like, bro, you got all these people to put verses on this album, and then you're like, yep, not gonna use any of them. And I mean, I understand some things don't make the cut, but it seems like a pretty running thing with him. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know, girl. I do not know. Nonetheless, what do you think about? I do since we're speaking on Kanye and Donda. What do you think about the whole uh stunt with Kim K in the wedding dress? It was tacky. Um, I don't like they're both they belong together. I know people like, oh, he married you know Kim and blah blah, blah. they belong together. They're both media whores, I think so too. Yeah. Um, I agree. I mean, there's no other way for me to put it. Like, they literally thrive off fucking attention, whether it's good or bad. They don't care. I'm like, that's the reason why she went through with that stunt and saying, oh, I'm, we're still probably getting a divorce now. So, what the, like, it was just, to me, it was like, what the fuck is... It's weird, right? Exactly. Yeah, I was like, attention, attention It was just, like I said, it was weird to me, him trying to be like, I read an article where they was like, oh, he was trying to bring out Donald Trump. And I'm like, bro, like shit like that. Like, why Kanye? Yeah. Had Marilyn Manson on this. Ugh. Especially with all of the allegations that Marilyn Manson is facing uh, for sexual assaulting women, like to even have him on a stage for an album that you're promoting as um about god and this and that and then you have somebody like that by the way marilyn manson is a known satanist right he does not believe he he is actually all the stuff that y'all accuse little nas x of he is yeah, he's right. an actual satan <laughs> so um it's it's been so to have him on the stage wh- where it's supposedly as people are saying this is about him talking about God and you know this that and the other and his faith and I'm just like so how does that you know what I mean like how does that correspond I'm confused I just yeah it, it like none of it made sense and I was like are you just and that again that goes to the attention grabbing and you not really quote-unquote making music like you got all these people that I guess so much has been counseled for a good reason. Like, oh, I'm just gonna pull him up like you pulling the baby out. Talking about he was the only one said that he would vote for me publicly. Boy, shut your ass up. You know, goddamn well. Exactly. Exactly. A mess. A whole mess on all of those, all of those fronts. Anywho, we can move on from that. Let's jump into the sad news. Condolences to Nene Leakes and her family. It was confirmed today that her husband, Greg, passed away at the age of 66 from, um, isn't it, was it colon cancer? Mm -hmm. Um, From colon cancer. So prayers, love, light, all of that to her and her family during their time of grievance. 
um, condolences. Um, I mean, I, it seemed like he fought for a long time. So um, hopefully they were able to make some type of peace in that end, uh, it, towards the end of it. It, did, it didn't seem like from what Nini was saying, it didn't seem like it was unexpected. I think they kind of knew it was coming up upon that time. So, but nonetheless, it's still kind of sad. It's still sad to, you know, to to go through yeah. that. And I uh, definitely, like I was, I let me see, I want to say it was in 2018, maybe 17, where I know he was going through that whole battle um, the first time and you know, they was trying all of these different routes before chemo. Mm-hmm. Um, and like she made her, she released a statement this past week. It was like, oh, he's passing and all that stuff like that. So he's just like, he's really one of like my ha- favorite housewives. Husbands. Like there, mm-hmm. I was like, oh my, like, I just couldn't. I was like, that is just, it's really sad. And he really loved his wife. Like yeah. it's so you know, refreshing to see somebody really love their wife and so loud and proud about, you know, loving their wife on national television. Um, you know, not to have any scandals and like, oh, great, Lee is doing well. Like he really loved his wife. So, I mean, I'm pretty sure this is like a tough time for her and, you know, their family. Um, so definitely sending them all the love and light and prayers that, I mean, that's possible. That's just, yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely a tough time. Definitely sucks to hear. Like when I saw it come across, I was super sad um, for her and her family um, because I know, like I said, I know he's been battling it for a while. So I hope, I just hope that if they take anything, because as having watched somebody battle cancer, it's uh, the way that it kind of eats at them and sucks the life out of them. It's hard to watch those last couple of days anyway. And you almost hope for them, like, that they get, reach peace. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, like, see that, like, my grandfather. So I can, I'm like, I know all cancers, like, wreak havoc on your body. But it's just something about, I feel like, pancreas and colon. I don't know. It's just. Yeah, they. Most people you see with pancreatic and, like you said, pancreatic cancer and colon cancer, it's almost like uh, they just kind of riddle away in just some of the most, uh, you know what I mean? Some of the most horrible ways. Like they lose so much. uh, Cancer sucks, period. So let's go to some lighter news. Let's bring it back to the light side again. Quick sports news ben simmons he reportedly it's been reported for a while now since the playoffs but it's really being heavily uh, reported now he officially is done done with philly he wants out he said he is willing to be traded to any any of the other 29 nba teams he does not care he just does not want to play for the philadelphia 76ers anymore um and then in the football world, Cam Newton, obviously, I think everybody kind of saw this news pop up um, because it was a huge headline. But Cam Newton was released by the Patriots um, yesterday, on yesterday, I believe. Um, so that's pretty much the world of sports right now. That's pretty much the two main things that everybody is talking about anyway. And then... Moving on from that, oh, we jumped we jumped from Donda because we really didn't want to talk about it, but we jumped from that. There was recently that Breakfast Club, where the Breakfast Club was talking about it, and Envy pretty much went in on Kanye and his team, calling him a clown, calling them clowns, saying they enable him, um, that they feel like he's pretty much, a lot of people feel like he's pretty much unstable, but his team kind of just enables him and everything like that. What did you, what were your thoughts on that? I definitely agree with DJ Envy. And I know like a lot of people were like in the blog comments and all it was like, oh, it's hard dealing with somebody with a mental illness, especially bipolar. And I agree. Um, but I also think that you can still enable people with mental illness. And I definitely think that's what's happening, especially given Pusha T's obsession with Drake and things like that. It's like, if it benefits you or it's like him being out there in the main light and antagonizing, you're fine with it. 
Like, even when you look at Kim K and going out there in the fucking windrace, if we get a divorce, I'm not going to indulge in this stupid-ass bullshit with you. Goodbye. Basically. Like, certain stuff like that, like, bro, you gotta, like, I honestly don't think that they're saying, hey, you need to chill. Hey, you need to take your freaking medicine. Hey, you shouldn't. I don't get that from them. I get, like, you know, maybe when he was back here on that whole little Twitter rant, maybe they said something to him. But I don't think of recent that they've really said anything. And it's like, are you real life saying, hey, you need help? I have very little sympathy for Kanye because I'm like, Kanye is quote unquote worth a billion dollars. And if he's not worth a billion dollars, he's very wealthy where he doesn't even have to go the route that regular people or people with less have to go through to get medication, to get proper medication, to get proper care. Like he can literally afford a round the clock care and still would not even be close to broke. Right. And I'm like, there are people that are out here that are functioning and not pulling the bullshit that he's pulling and they're bipolar and have other things that are going on as well. So I was like, I feel like personally, his people, if they are holding him accountable, it's not enough. And I still think even with people around like, oh, his mother passed away. Listen, people bury their parents every day. And they not going on with this fucking foolishness Kanye going on with. And stop blaming that woman for his bullshit. Right. Because at the end of the day, like you said, he has all of the resources to, if he wanted, if he was still grieving that, see a therapist. That's what therapy's for. You got the resources to do that. See a therapist. Get, get proper grief counseling. Listen, that's what I don't understand. I'm like, he has all these fucking resources. I, was, I, again, my personal opinion, I feel like when his mother passed away, it was like a green light. I'm going to do all this bullshit. Because I'm like, I understand. She probably kept him in check. Like, Kanye, don't go out there and do this stupid ass shit. And don't fucking embarrass me. <laughs> Listen. You like, are I raised right. your ass better than it. You already listen, you already know that was my whole take. And this is just completely going off on a tangent. But I was just thinking about when all them celebrities was coming out talking about they wasn't bathing. I was just thinking, who raised y'all? Because my mama would have hopped on a plane and popped me in my mouth for even getting on TV, embarrassing her, talking about I did not bathe. What the hell? Her <laughs> crew's black ass gonna tell me, I said, Yeah, I ain't got boy, shut your ass up. We know you itching for white approval gonna get on here talking about you don't bathe. We know. <laughs> you ain't telling us nothing we don't already know. A hot mess. I just couldn't believe it. I was just like, and look, I saw, I knew I wasn't alone because I saw a bunch of black people was on there like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you do what? Y'all don't bathe. Y'all nasty. <laughs> oh, I saw one girl on Twitter. She was like, she was like, oh, I was clutch- I'm was i clutching my pearls, seeing all the people talking about they don't watch, wash their legs, they don't use washcloths, they don't wash they behind their ears, they don't wash their necks. Like, y'all just, uh, y'all just running around out here nasty? <laughs> there used to be like the, not for me, but like for my younger brother when we was younger, like, let me see your neck behind your ears. <laughs> Making sure that you clean. It's just like that whole little thing and about like again this is a tangent off guard uh off topic but even about like people saying oh i only wash my sheets once a year what you been laying on sheets what what was y'all doing when y'all was younger they don't wash they how we had to take the sheets off i bet every week like once a year once a year i was like so y'all been frolicking around with body secretions olives for a whole year i like sheets too much you know what i'm saying because i like to switch my shits because i just like the feel of different sheets and then imagine like it be them days where like you clean up your whole house the bed smells nice and fresh you take a shower and you lay down and your body just like 
thank you. Like, y'all don't be getting that satisfaction from clean jeans. Girl, listen. Oh, anywho. That was a complete tangent, but nonetheless, totally worth the conversation. Um, Another quick hot topic, some more laughs we can get in. Your boy Trick Daddy at it again. <sighs> Trick Daddy dolls. <laughs> um, he talked. He he was on. I think it was was it Drink Champs. Uh huh. Where he was discussing how he you know enjoys getting the booty aid. I guess. Um, you know, I don't know who's doing it for him. You know, his his ex wife officially came out. She said, Nah, Blair, don't put me in that. That's not me. <laughs> I'm not in that conversation. <laughs> but you know, hey, listen, his his home, our homeboy uh, Tank, he jumped in the conversation, and said, "Hey, you know, if he like it, you know, ain't nothing wrong with that." Because we all know Tank has admitted to to enjoying that himself. So hey, I say, do you? I, I don't kink shame nobody. Do what you do, but you know, yeah, even kid, like there's places that I just ain't willing to go. It's melted. He looked like melted chocolate. Oh, places I am just willing not to go. Literally, <laughs> like the fact that you having sex with Trick Daddy is enough. I mean, you gonna go take it that far, right? <laughs> Look, hey, hey, different people, man, different people. Anyway. That was our laugh for the day. Let's go ahead and jump into the last two hot topics we got. Probably the more serious or topics. Um, as we all are aware, after 20 years in Afghanistan, the last U.S. troop left on August 31st. I think it was around like 3 p.m. Eastern time. Um, they officially boarded the plane and left Afghanistan after 20 years in what seemed like a forever war. Um, obviously not without controversy, not without tons of lives lost, including the um, the 13 that were lost last week in that uh, suicide bombing at the Kabbalah airport. Nonetheless, um, the war has finally come to an end. What are kind of your thoughts? I know because both of us are around the same age, so we would have been like in, I guess, what, middle schoolish. Uh, I was in, da, 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 da. I, was I in 10th grade or 9th grade? Mm. Yeah. I was in 10th grade. Yeah. I think I was in, I don't know, 01. Yeah. 01, I was in some, some space in middle school. Um, So we had, you know what I mean? Like, so we've been pretty much since the beginning the big kind of beginning starts of this whole thing and so we've kind of seen it from September 11th all the way through like I remember literally sitting in class and remember when September 11th took place so it's like and now to kind of finally see it play out to see that image of the last troop getting on the plane and finally the war being over it's definitely one of those things where it's like Man, you never realize how long it went on until you like sit back and think about it. Yeah, it's just to be like, bro, I was in like the beginning stages of high school and I'm in my mid 30. Like, right. I will say, I definitely think we're going back. I, I, I feel like the withdrawal was a let's put an end to it for history's sake. We're going to put a, it's not a, but for, it's going to be a, a comma, not necessarily a period, but I feel like for history's sake to say, oh, we ended this war. Let's go ahead and, you know, move out. Um, I do think, like I said, for the attack, and I don't trust the Taliban. Like, I'm just going to be 100% honest. I don't trust them. I feel like they did enough to be like, oh, we're going to do better. But the fact that people are still fleeing, they know better than anybody they're going to be with the shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, even the woman reporter that they first interviewed when they announced the withdrawal, she fled the country. So I'm like, I really, like, I don't think it's, by far, it's not over. Um, I do think they're going to be on their bullshit. 
I am relieved that our soldiers are home because I do think like, bro, it has to be an end to this. Right. Um, and from all of the things that I've read is that they knew the government was going to collapse. They just didn't expect that it was going to happen so soon. Right. And even for the people, and I know like I've seen a lot of things like people like, oh, they left Americans over there, blah, 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 blah. Just want to be clear. Um, I, the U.S. government is fucked up, but they gave them notice. You, If you want to leave, get your shit together. We're coming to get you. So, but you still had people over there. Bullshit. Yeah. I definitely, I mean, at this point, though, like, in terms of us going back, like, I don't know what more can we do? Because at some point, like they said, at some point, the people have to want to fight for their own country. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's not, we can't, like, we can't, there's no way that we can protect U.S., protect home, and keep people there, our soldiers there forever to protect your country, too. At some point, we had to offer, you know what I'm saying, hand the reins off. We trained you. You said you was ready. We, you know what I mean? At some point it had to happen. And if they not going to fight for their own country, what more could we do? Even if we went back, it's like, what else could we do there? You know what I mean? Because we've seen, we was there for 20 years and we, we gave them all that training, all the equipment. And as soon, as soon as we was said we was leaving, they literally just dropped their guns and surrendered. So like, I don't know, I don't know what else the world expects for us to do they complain about the u.s being involved in everything but yet they don't want us to pull out and be like you know the rest of the world i, I don't even understand how the rest of the world could complain y'all backed out years ago listen only one still there i just like i said i'm happy they're home i hope we stay that way i just feel like it's not but like i said i'm hoping for the best um i definitely feel like i don't know I, I don't know. I don't trust them. I, it's, it's just for me, it's crazy just reading all the reports and people and their criticism. Like I feel like no matter if we would announce the date, we didn't announce the date, it was going to be messy. Yeah. Because everybody is not on the same page. And I do think the way that they did it was best is like, hey, we're leaving. Let's go. Because the more time that you gave people, especially extremists, because you saw the 13 people that were killed, that was a suicide bomber. I think if you would have gave them a lot of advance notice, more of that would have happened. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I'm not, I can't say that I knocked them and they did notify the Americans that were there, like, hey, we're, we're coming. So they had advance notice that you need to get your stuff together yeah so i definitely i definitely you know i definitely think mistakes were made you know biden could have did better in terms of the the deployment of how he of how the you know the us leaving was handled i think he could have done better um there's always room for improvement there but at the end of the day like i don't think that they're at least i can say for the vast majority of people you know being that i live in a you know in a military town i the vast majority of people are like listen man it was time to go <laughs> it was you know it was time to bring the it was time to bring the soldiers home what did your dad say about it my daddy said it, they should have been left because <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know my daddy was deployed literally um so september 11th happened and then I don't know. He left. I want to say he went straight to Iraq after that. I don't know. Maybe a, wasn't even a month. Maybe a month. I don't know. But he was gone like right after that. They that was back when before they even moved to. Well, I'm sorry. When they were in Afghanistan, like right at the beginning of it, where it was still like Osama bin Laden was still <laughs> on the. You know what I mean? So it was like right when it was the supreme danger. Right after September 11th. Um, and he did, he was there for almost two years and then came back. Um, 
And then, so he said they should have been, you know, pulled out just like the rest of the world. Like there was no, once they trained the troops, you know, that was the mission. They were to go there, help them to restabilize their government and, you know, from being taken over from the Taliban. And we saw that. They trained the, the officers. They had a president in place, everything like that. And then when we pull out, they just surrendered. So it was like nothing else you could really do. Right. And I mean, they immediately, I was like, damn, y'all ain't even gonna wait. Listen, didn't have no fight in y'all. Just but they, y'all like the U.S. gone, we gone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Mm. Nonetheless, um, obviously, like you said, I, I definitely think we'll, we know there's going to be more talk about it anyway. But we'll see what else kind of comes from that, what else arises from that. I'm with you. I don't really trust the Taliban as far as as far as them being saying that they've changed and that they'll allow women to be, you know, get education and to be out, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. From the from the the way that the women wouldn't even once the Taliban took over power again women wouldn't even be seen women or children weren't even seen out in the streets like it just lets you know the people who are there fear them so i don't i don't know we'll see so wait and see things so we shall see um and then our final hot topic for this week is miss rose mcgowan she went on a little rant and decided she said oprah was what is she she was like she's the worst of the worst or she's a fake or some shit like that because she was friends with harvey weinstein yep because she was friends with him and she's fake and all this stuff the issue that i have with first of all is this was a not a person of like little stature or something like that this was a executive a lot of people work with him and just trips me out that sweetheart you talk about oprah out of all the people that hung with him and probably took in you know the activities that he did and it it just irks me i'm like you come for oprah like so you want cool with nobody? Y'all be cool with all these people in the industry that be fucking pedophiles. I, I, I don't know. It just didn't sit right with me. It's like a lot of people have time for her because, oh, you see her photograph with him. If I'm pretty sure if you go on Getty Images, it's a lot of people he's constantly photographing. Right. So, I mean, yeah, she just roast me the wrong way especially with they coming in and lizard I'm like child please yeah rose mcgowan just arcs my nerves anyway she is the typical white feminist um she is the she is she is kind of the epitome of why i have an issue with feminism and i don't even call it feminism anymore i call it white feminism because essentially that's what it is it's for them they don't they don't really give a shit about black women. We're not incorporated in any of their strives that they make. Of course, they will use us as their mules. Um, they will as they did with the Me Too movement, again, started by a black woman. And as you can see, the only people who seem to have benefited from that Me Too movement uh, were the white feminists who took it over and used it as their as their let me take down all of. And, and again, I don't give a shit. Take take them all down. I, you know go for it but what i'm saying is it, it again where are the black women's voices in it where are the black women who are present in it it's okay for us to be our mules for y'all us to be y'all mules for us to do the work um to lay the groundwork but it's always y'all screaming at the top over everybody it's always y'all issues it's all you know what i mean like y'all don't give a shit about black women being um the lowest paid but the the most educated, like you're never advocating for all women, as you say, you're at only advocate for white women. And Rose McGowan is the epitome of that, in my opinion. Yep. Yeah. This, and that, I remember like when it, the Me Too movement like first started, 
And it was like, oh yeah, we're behind, we're behind. And then of course, like you said, they came in and basically stepped on a quote unquote little people. And then it became all about them. And like I said, even now with her, if you quote unquote, I mean, I, I don't know, like her just calling Oprah just didn't sit well with me. It's like, right. what about sisterhood, sweetheart? Right. And I'm saying, I don't feel like Oprah was like, oh yeah, Harvey's out here abusing all abusing all these women. I'm still going to be friends with him, blah, 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 blah. I mean, I, I don't, I didn't get that vibe from her. I don't get that vibe from her. And I feel like a lot of people like, oh, well, you know, she didn't say nothing. She didn't speak out about it. What was she supposed to say about speaking out against Kim? I'm like, I mean, the shit was fucked up as it come. He hadn't said anything. Even when people made a, you know, comparison was like, well, they ain't do an interview with Harvey, but they did one with R. Kelly. They just can't interview this man. He has to want to be interviewed. What's the fuck I'm trying to get about that? R. Kelly wanted to be interviewed. Speak he on. He took his stupid ass on there. <laughs> Hot mess, girl. I don't know. Nonetheless, I, I'm with you. I did... But Rose McGowan, period. Whenever I see something from her, I just essentially tune her out because she is just, <laughs> ugh. she is just everything that to me is wrong with, with the the quote unquote feminist movement. Like, ugh. she was the one who said that. Maybe no, maybe it won her. But I feel like it was her talking about let's not have sex with our men until who the fuck you talk. <laughs> oh girl a mess all right so that's all we got for hot topics this week i believe yeah oh wait i did leave off one and this is just a really quick hitter or did i already mention this i don't know shit quick hitter nonetheless um the talk lost another host in elaine wetworth after carrie Ann anarba announced that she was leaving the show earlier this year um, Elaine Withworth also announced that she was leaving. So now they're just down to, because um, Elaine was the replacement for Eve. So now they're just down to Cheryl, the other lady who was married to the Broadway guy, Jerry O'Connell. And I think that's it. I don't know. So we'll see if they, how they decide. If, it, if the show even continues, we'll see how they decide to move forward, who they replace it. I would like to see them bring some younger people on. I'm just throwing out in the ring. I know people don't really care for her, but I thought she did a great, that she was great on The Real. I think maybe they should bring in Tamar. Yeah. I think she would be good on it. She was good on the, no matter what people say, she was good on The Real. And I think she would be good on the talk. So why not bring in Tamar as another voice, another, you know, kind of filling that gap that Eve left. And then, I don't know, I would love to see... I, I, there's so many people that they can pull from but I don't know I just would like to see them maybe gear a little bit younger bring in some, bring in a younger audience bring in some younger younger people onto the show to mix it up a little bit yeah and the I get them mixed up so the talk is the one with comes on the, CBS. My wife dude um his wife Cheryl yes. okay okay yeah so that one, I would, you know, I would like to, I would prefer them if they went a little bit younger. Um, Cause we know the view is going to always be the view. It's going to stick to its older audience, super heavy, politically heavy political, like, you know what I mean? It's not really, the view is not a show that you're going to watch if you want to watch fun. So <laughs> nonetheless, so maybe the talk can kind of fill that void a little bit. Especially since I hear the reel is being canceled as well. So we'll see. Anywho. All right. So that's all we have for hot topics this today. Let's go ahead and move quickly into the relationship portion of the show. All right. So I will, I can kick us off because um, I like your question. So we'll save your question for last. Um, so my question this week is, do you address when someone is sending you mixed signals or do you just you know, throw the deuces and move on. That one's hard. I feel like I've been both of those people. I would say for me, it depends on how I feel about you. 
Um, like if I like you, like you, I'll be like, you know, hey, you know, where we stand with this thing to see what you say. But I have did that to somebody that I really, really like too, though. So I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I will, but I will overall, I am one of those people that if you're sending me mixed signals, I gotta go. Because my one of my strongest love languages um is words of affirmation. It's right up there, like I think it's one off from quality time. Mm-hmm. Like it's quality time. And then right under that is words of affirmation. So I feel like if you are, you know, on the line or you sending mixed signals, that does not work for me and my love language, how I need to be loved. So mm-hmm. I don't put myself through that. And I think like younger me, learn it, listen, like, listen, if it's a mixed signal, leave. Like get the fuck down because that's only going to cause you greater heartache, longer bullshit. If it's a mixed signal beginning, it's just going to be a mixed signal. I have never, again, it's personal experience, but I have never experienced a guy that was sending mixed signals at first and it got better. So I just like, you know what? Mixed signals, got to go. Okay. So I actually am right there with you. So my struggle, though, with that was, is that you know how much I hate ghosting, right? Like, I don't want to ever, like, because I just feel like ghosting is so immature. But at the same time, I just feel like when it comes to somebody sending you mixed signals, it's like, I, you know, I feel like a mixed signal in itself is a signal. Like, okay, if you're so wishy-washy, it's it's like complicated for you to speak to me. Talk, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. then that's a signal in itself. You This is not what you want. You're entertaining. You're probably entertaining other people. I'm just something to do while something to do. You know what I'm saying? So no. So that's when I'll just throw the deuces and walk away. But I definitely, it makes me feel away because in the in the sense, it makes you feel like, okay, I hate ghosting and I want to confront it and be like, so you're sending mixed signals, what's good, blah, 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 like blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, it's just like, it's just, it feels like a waste of energy because it's just like, I'm with you. Like I've never seen where a dude who was sending mixed signals automatically changed up and came back. Right? You know what I mean? I've never seen it. So yeah, just got to start. Yeah, even, even amongst my friends, like, you know, we have a discussion about the men that we're dating. I'm like, oh, he's sending mixed signals, blah, blah. Eventually it never goes past that. It. It's like, and we're looking on the outside or being the outside person that's, you know, hearing the messages that that person is receiving it's like girl let that shit go <laughs> um, it, of course it's different when you're in it but like you can see the bullshit from now like that's bullshit yeah so just let it go yeah i agree definitely agree on that one all right so what's your question this week so my question is have you ever fantasized about someone else while you're with your partner so like is it like when you say fantasize like is it like just a regular person because definitely like a celebrity you know the mind mind will drift honey but (laughs) that sounds so shady but yes the mind will drift honey so i'll just flat out say yeah i've done it i've done it i don't have no shame in my game i've done it what about yourself um, it wasn't necessarily a partner. I guess you could still say a partner because it was a sexual partner. Um, but yeah, it was it was bad. It was like watching paint dry bad. I was like, okay, we gotta get this done. Like, bro, come on. <laughs> Leave me alone. And it was like it wasn't even a celebrity. <laughs> oh shit. Well, listen, that's when you know it's bad. <laughs> You ain't even reaching the celebrity bank. You just reaching somewhere. <laughs> I had to count another dude. I was like, okay. And they had the same bank. It's just, <laughs> this is so bad. But they had the same name and everything. And I was like, okay, we done. Thank God. Take me home. And it was so crazy because he called. He was like, you want me to break your back again? Fuck you talking about. Break what? <laughs> Sir. Sir. <laughs> no. You did not 
Well, first of all, stop calling me. And you did not, not even close to it. <laughs> Who the fuck did I mean, See, like, niggas, we have the audacity. The hell? Now that I think about that, it makes me mad. And I'm friends with him on Facebook, and he got twins. I'm like, how the fuck did he get twins out of that? Anywho, different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you petty, petty. <laughs> Oh man. Oh girl, listen. It'd be like this sometimes. <laughs> oh, a mess. All right. So that was a short relationship portion, but that's okay. Let's go ahead and move into our next section. I forgot to write this one down. Um, new books, TV, music, anything like that you listening to, watching, you want to recommend to the people? Um, I did download the DVSN or Division and Ty Dollar Signs. I had low expectations, especially from Division last album, because I'm like, why are we moving from this? What are you doing? Like, go back to the first September the 5th album and bring us all through, Daniel. What are you doing? Um, it wasn't bad. Um, definitely better than the last album that they released. Of course, nothing can top September 5th. But it's a couple of like bops on there that I, you know, got on repeat um, that I added to my favorites playlist. Um, what has I been listening to? Um, listen, I've been listening to her as well. And listen, I know Chris Brown is counseled. You know, I'd be trying not to listen to him. But that damn song with him, Young Blue and Two Chains, Baddest. Yep. I know what you're talking about. Shit. Right. It comes on every time I'm at the gym and, and I'm with you. Like, I'm like, I'm trying not to listen to Chris Brown, but shit. <laughs> I'm like, I can't wait. I go on vacation. I have my bad ass dress on like sexy muscle. Like, I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> but like, that's my junk. Of course, him and Wale, I do. And I'm like, I cannot not listen to Wale. Like, yeah. it's, I just can't. Like, this my, like, yeah, I can't. So I, I definitely been listening to Angles. Um, I did, I think we talked about this on a previous show, but it's been so long ago. I tried to like the new Bruno Mars song. Did not like it. Which one? The uh, Skate. It's him Anderson Peck as well. Like, it, it's bad. Okay. It's bad. Must um, be, I ain't heard nothing listen i heard that was like bruno mars new song and uh him and anderson peck uh well supersonic or Sonic, whatever right i was like oh shit let me go ahead listen to this when it kind of like if this ain't some bullshit underwhelming mm-hmm. it's hell and i listened to tiana taylor's last album i like it a lot definitely I, a good uh, job. tv I'm all caught up on Housewives of Potomac, so I need a new Housewife franchise to watch now. <laughs> um, and I definitely, I just saw it, and it's like making its round on Facebook, so I'm definitely going to watch it to talk about it for next week. Clickbait. Um, so I'm, I don't know if it's new on Netflix or not, but it's definitely making its rounds on social media, so I'm definitely going to watch it. Yes, it came out over the weekend or last sometime towards the end of last week and I've been meaning to check it out oh it is on the list because when I saw the previews for I was like oh this is good so I'm with you on that one uh, I'm definitely out that and I want to watch a quiet place too. so those are the two things that I'm probably gonna watch all right so on my end I will say I'm with you in terms of Wale. I listened to his new track, Down South. And I mean, I feel like you can't go wrong with that old school Mike Jones beat. Like every time I hear it, I just, you know what I'm saying? Like, hello. It just take me back to the, to that. That was a good era, boy. I don't care what nobody say. Back when uh, Mike Jones and all them with Paul Wall, boy, that Paul Wall sitting on no, ways. Listen, come on, man. That was a good time. I don't know. Maybe it's just a Southern thing. That was a good time during that time. So nonetheless, I listened to that new Wale Down South. I did get for what it is, you know. Um, I'm looking forward to Florian too. Um, I'm with like I I think everybody who listens to our podcast know that we love Wale. We support Wale. So we will probably listen to whatever (laughs) he puts out. 
good, bad, or ugly. We listening to it. We rocking with it. <laughs> In terms of shows, I checked out Really Love on Netflix. I enjoyed it. I hated the way it ended, but that's more of a me thing. Like, I'm not going to knock it for the way it ended. But I hated the way it ended because of the fact that I think that I'm so used to just seeing things wrap up. But I guess because it's supposed to imitate real life that you have, you know, not everything has a resolution. So it just kind of ends open ended. But um, nonetheless, I thought it was really cute for what it was. You know what I mean? It wasn't over overly complicated. It wasn't like this huge storyline or anything like that it was a simplistic romance about two beautiful black people looking extra moisturized and falling in love and I dug it okay um but nothing Koofy baby mm. oh oh baby when I tell you he was looking extra extra moisturized oh. there was a scene when they was mm, that's all I'm gonna say mm. That's all I'm going to say. Koofy, holla at a player. Mm. Um, but yeah, even listen, and, and how you know when the show, that's why I love when show uh, things are created by Black folks is because every aspect of it, like from the lighting, the music, er, like everybody in the, in the film looked good. Like Mac Wiles is cute, but he looked extra good. I was like, damn. I don't know if the light, it was like the lights was hitting him. Like, okay, I see you out here. But um, but yeah, so they did a really good job. And I ultimately I also liked it wasn't like any of like the stereotypical tropes in there. Um, they just did a slight nod to um DC, because obviously the film is based in DC. Um, but they did a slight nod to DC and what's going on with um them trying to get rid of um shit why is my mind going blank right now what's the music in dc um what's the music go go yeah go go there it is um you are correct um but yeah they did a slight nod to them trying you know them trying to get rid of go go so um in dc so they had a save go go moment in there i dug that but it's mostly about you know artists and the, the paintings in there were beautiful as well. Um, I'm not sure. I can't remember the, they showed the the actual real artist's name at the beginning of the film. They say based on uh, the work used in this film is the artist um, and they list his name. And I, I should have uh, Googled it and put it up so I could say it on the show. But nonetheless, if you watch the movie, he did, a, his paintings are really beautiful. Just depicting black life. Um, it was just, I mean, it was a good, like I said, it was a good film for what it is. I'm not a huge romance person, as, as you guys know. I told you if I do watch romance, I normally watch rom-coms, but um, I will typically watch anything Black. So definitely check that out if you have the time, just to support it anyway. Also, the one, now this is one that I will not be watching um, but I, I'm so proud of of people for going out and checking out even during the pandemic. And that is Candyman. We love Yaya over here. He is the star of it. Um, and salute to the young lady. Her name is Naya or Nia DaCosta. Um, she became the first Black woman director to score a number one picture. So salute to her for that. Now, Again, I normally support anything black, but if y'all know me, y'all know I can't do Candyman, y'all. I can't even watch that. I can't and even the dude on her fine too, and I see a thing. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Y'all, y'all fine. I love him, but no, I can't, I can't do it. I can't, I've never been able to watch Candyman. County Candyman is actually something that legitimately scares me. So nope, can't do it. <laughs> um, nonetheless. Salute to all of y'all who did support it, though, and made it a number one. So happy for that. Outside of that, I don't think I've listened to anything new. I'm definitely, now that you said something about that division and Ty Dolla Sign, because I love me some Ty Dolla Sign. I'm going to go check that out. Um, but outside of that, I can't think of anything else relevant that I've watched on it. I've been watching, like, mad stuff, too. But most of it's been, like, repeats. So nonetheless, yeah. Anywho, that is it for new music, books, and TV. And you said that um, you, were, you didn't have a rant this week, right? 
No. Okay. So then I'm going to move straight into the nerd moment of the week. Um, these are just some quick hitters. Um, Titans is on, Titan season three is on HBO Max. I'm going to wait. I think they're on like episode six. I'm going to wait till they get to the end of the season to do a review since they're already so far into the season. Um, Shang-Chi is going to be releasing this weekend. They're predicting that even during the pandemic is going to have a huge Labor Day release. I, I hope so. I hope that it does as well as like crazy rich, crazy rich Asians did. Um, I just love to see that we're getting some diversity in um, superhero flicks. So um, I'm going to probably go support it or support it in some way. Um, also, place the PlayStation 5 for all those gamers out there. It was it restocked at a lot of the major retailers last week. Unfortunately, as quick as it restocked, it pretty much they're all pretty much low on stock again. So if you didn't get yours in last week, uh, you'll probably have to more than likely wait until around Thanksgiving or Christmas. I will say that they did say that GameStop um, did another restock on the 31st. So they did another restock yesterday. So if you're lucky, you may be able to get one from GameStop if you hurry up and try to put your order in. Um, and then lastly, The Flash season eight has begun filming. Obviously it's beginning off with a uh, five part crossover called Armageddon. So we've been seeing kind of set pictures and everything of them filming. So I'm excited to see that as well. And yeah, that's it in terms of the nerd moment of the week. Anything else on your end, Val and Deanne? Nothing else for me. All right. So then per usual, you guys, I want to thank you so much for tuning in and listening. And I hope you have a great rest of your week. Good night, guys. Good night.